professional wrestling fans to the PW Fan. The PW Fan is a pro wrestling podcast created by the fans for the fans. And thank you for joining us. This is episode 64, and we've been running this podcast for over one year straight. I am your host, your grumpy old school wrestling fan, collector, barber, and musician, talk wrestling, Tim Gilbert. And I'm your host, the architect of Pro Wrestling Podcast, Funko Pop Collector, Steelers fan, we just lost to the Ravens, Andy. <laughs> and I'm also your host, the no-selling wrestling indie fan and football lover, Jeremy. All right, well, here we are, episode 64. In this episode, we will be discussing MJF and Ricky Stark's awesome promo, Kurt Angle's birthday celebration, Tread 7, and more. All right, here we go. Social media, everybody, please, all you got to do, look us up at the PW Fan on pretty much all social media. We should pop right up. Pretty simple there. If you don't mind going over to YouTube.com and searching the PW Fan and pressing subscribe, that would really help us out. We're trying to get to 100 YouTube subscribers so we can have a regular URL, and we can say that in the beginning of the show, and we don't have to do this long stupid intro all right so here we go here's the big news of the week all right for us we got merch new shirts are available now on pro wrestling backslash the pw fan booker andy shirt is available now the shirt that we were talking about last week booker, booker andy, andy. Give, booker andy give him the pen complete <laughs> complete with architect pentagram logo on the pocket and uh, it's a beautiful shirt, though. It's super cool. Uh, Dan Burton designed it. Who He's done all of our shirts, but he mostly does a lot of, like, uh, kind of darker stuff. Uh, and um, he does stuff for, like, my music project. Uh, I think we're the first podcast he's done, and he's killed it at everything he's done. So he made the shirt. It's awesome. But um, so that shirt is a black T-shirt, front and back. You got the uh, architect pentagram logo on the front it has a little microphone for the pw fan and on the back it says booker andy and then like a beautiful hand and then it says give him the pen and then so what here's what we're doing we understand not everybody's going to want to rock a pentagram on their shirt i understand you have your own reasons i think it's badass but nonetheless we're going to do a white shirt that is just going to have the booker andy give him the pen design on the front and that's going to be black lettering no pentagram or anything. A little bit more uh, chill for people that don't want to rock anything too crazy. And that's going to be a great shirt. That's also coming probably, uh, I'd say, in the next three days after this pod drops. So look for that. Um, but the, the black Booker Andy shirt with the front and back design is available now. All right. Um, well, Booker Andy, speaking of, I'm going to pass it over to you, man. Let you take us into the show and get us started. Here we go. All right. Uh, I do want to say, let's do it at the top of the show. Uh, we will be skipping next week's episode. I will be visiting uh, my dad in Florida, so I'll be on vacation. But we will be back. The uh, We'll be recording the day after Christmas. So two days after Christmas, our episode will be up. So we will not be covering Winter is Coming this week, unfortunately. But we'll save we it for the next one. A teeny bit. Yeah, maybe we can talk a little bit about it in the next episode. So, start off with Raw as usual. Um, before the show even really starts, Elias is taken out backstage by the Bloodline. He was supposed to team up with Matt Riddle to take on the Usos. Uh, Riddle comes out, and he says he's found a new partner, and it's Kevin Owens. 
So we had the Usos versus uh, Kevin Owens and Riddle. Winners were the Usos. Um, afterwards, Solo Sokoa uh, took out Riddle after Kevin Owens had already walked away. Um, the main thing that Solo did was he wrapped a chair around Riddle's neck, put Riddle in the corner, and did the... Um, what's the move called? I hate to say it like this. He runs his ass into his face into the turnbuckle. <laughs> it's a Samoa uh, Samoa ass ass bomb to riddle what they when Rikishi did it well that was just the stink face stink he didn't face. really run <laughs> Umaga did it though <laughs> Umaga did it though uh, but um, so Riddle is written off of television I don't know for how long they're writing him off for but um, well, they probably took him off because Randy Orton is not going to be back for a while they just didn't have anything they're just like we have nothing for him I don't know. I mean, maybe he'll be back by the time the pay-per-view, next pay-per-view comes. Maybe he won't even be back until the Rumble. Yeah. Which would be two pay-per-views from now. But it's kind of hard if he returns at the Rumble and doesn't win. Mm-hmm. Who, Riddle? Yeah. No, Riddle, Riddle. You know, it's going to be Cody at the Rock. Well, yeah, I know, but like, why would he return at that point? Because uh, well, they're already returning. To fill, Sin- to fill a slot. Since we slot. are... Since we're talking about it, right? You just said it. Let's just real quick. I know this is a little bit of a diversion. Is it going to be Cody? Is it going to be The Rock? Just real quick. What do you guys think? Let's get into one it. or the other. I mean, it's, it's got to be Cody. Cody, because he will earn that shot, and then The Rock can just come back and just challenge Roman for the other. Time. I heard. I saw a theory on TikTok that I was like, it's a way for The Rock to win without wrestling, even in the match. So. It, I don't. I mean, I don't know. It was just an interesting theory to me, but it was like, okay, so all that's left in the Rumble is the Bloodline minus Roman and Cody Rhodes. Um, let me, let me, let and me. The Rocks don't eliminate Cody. Hear me well, out. No, no, no. Okay. Before I tell the theory, <laughs> let's say, let's say. All right, we're just fantasy booking here. Let's say Cody doesn't come back at the Rumble and The Rock wins the Rumble. The Rock can beat okay. Roman because it's realistic. Like it, it, mm-hmm. It's the only person that I'm like, okay, I guess I can buy it. I don't really don't want Roman. To, I mean, he's got to lose sometimes. He's the only one left on the roster, basically, right. that hasn't gone for the title. So yeah. hear me out. So you have Rock beat Roman just to like finally get the belt off Roman. Somebody's got to take it off of him. I or guess The belt. Rock's... Right, yeah. and then you can have Cody and The Rock do like a short stint, maybe a backlash kind of like pay per view, something that's not like, you know, it's not going to be like SummerSlam or something. Then you can quickly get the belt off The Rock because he'll drop it, you know, he'll pass the, do the pass the torch thing. I'm pretty sure. Like I think at his age, like he'd be fine with it. So then you can give the belt to Cody, and then. Now you can have Roman and Cody do their thing, but you didn't have to have Cody like beat Roman yet. Like you can have like, I don't know. It just switches it up cause from the the obvious, which is just either Cody's going to beat Roman or The Rock's going to beat Roman. You know, it just is like a little bit of a side mm-hmm. side rail. Yeah, I think we mentioned something like that possibly <clears throat> happening last week, like The Rock winning it at Backlash. But I think we were saying then Roman. 
wins it back from the rock at backlash or whatever yeah and then that's the thing i'm just spitballing it could be any variation of that like it could be a backlash whatever you know like what's the pay-per-view right before mania now is it still no way out or did they elimination uh, chamber yeah 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 elimination chamber so um well the tiktok theory about the rumble i was saying was it can't some guy was like what if it comes down to the bloodline and cody so it's solo sokoa the usos Sammy and then Cody and uh say Cody eliminates like Solo and then Sammy Zayn turns on like the Usos and eliminates them and then it's Sammy and Cody but the Usos come in and take out Cody and Sammy uh before the final competitor comes out and then there's no one in the ring number 30 hits Rock comes out doesn't even have to enter the ring or wrestle and then he's just an automatic winner. I Stupid mean, ending. It, yeah. <laughs> but it's a way for Sammy to turn on the bloodline and for The yeah. Rock to win the Rumble without having to wrestle the Rumble. I feel like The Rock should at least go in there and eliminate a few or people. They were, like, he, they were like, he comes out, his music hits number 30, no one's in the ring, he comes out, and all he has to do is point to the WrestleMania sign. I would hate that ending. I would too. <laughs> But everyone in the comments was like, it'd be great, it'd be great, dude. I was like, no, it would not be great. You need a def- there's been it's there's been problems when there's not a you know good winner or crappy. Let me tell yeah, you this. That's happened multiple times. As a fan, you know, the kid in me, as a wrestling fan, I will say this, because this is probably the last time realistically, this is probably will ever. if we if we do get the rock one more time, it's going to be the last time that he's in probably in this kind of physical shape and can do something like this. This is going to be probably like the final time. So I will say, and I love Cody too. I, like he's, you know, I'm loving his WWE run right before he got hurt, and, and I'm sure it'll be great when he gets back. But I'm fine with either one. I'm cool with it. I'm. I trust Triple H to do something cool more than I would in Vince in uh, a Vince in this situation. Um, speaking of, you know, this whole championship stuff, they say that there's no one left on the roster and I'm watching raw right now. And AJ has not wrestled Romans for the title as this character. It's been a long time. Yeah. As the tribal chief, AJ has not wrestled or feuded with Roman. I think AJ needs, I mean, he just went toe-to-toe with Finn Balor and, like, you know, like, barely beats him. So he needs to be built up more into a... a, I love AJ. He's, like, my second favorite current-day wrestler. But I think he needs to be... uh, Well, no, he's probably my... number one favorite. I was about to say, he's probably my top. Yeah, he's probably my top. Well, I was going to say Punk, but Punk is uh, (laughs) no no longer with us. No longer active. Yeah, I thought you were going to say no longer with us. <laughs> Punk is no longer with us. Um, I did read today that, uh, while we're on the topic of WrestleMania, and then we'll get off of it, uh, that eternal, internally the plan for Lesnar's opponent at uh, Mania, apparently, this is all rumor and innuendo, is Gunther. That's a good match. I like that. I would have preferred bigger Walter versus 
Brock, but Skinny Gunther will have to do. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, let's continue. So, um, after Matt Riddle gets taken out, um, there's a moment before the women's match that we have a little stare down. Um, it was Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley had a stare down who have never had a, a match together one-on-one. Um, the fan seems exci- seemed excited for it. Seemed like a little tease. I think that that's the match everyone wants to see. I would love to see that feud, Rhea Ripley yeah, and Becky as, Lynch. As soon as I did the stare down, I was like, oh. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I didn't know I wanted this or that it would, <laughs> yeah. could have been a possibility. I don't know why I hadn't been thinking of it. Um, yeah. So everyone seemed to like that. Uh, we had a altercation with Rollins and Lashley, so it looks like that feud is continuing. Um, Dolph Ziggler interfered in uh, the Mustafa Ali and Theory U.S. title match. He came out and uh, super kicked uh, Theory, so there was uh, no winner. Poor Ali, I don't even know what they're doing with him. I don't even know if he knows what they're doing with him. Uh, I, I don't think they, he's known since for like three years. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then our main event was Becky Lynch versus Alexa Bliss versus Nikki Cross for the number one contenders match for Bianca Belair's uh, WWE Women's uh, Raw Championship. And winner was Alexa Bliss, who they've been teasing a possible, like, bringing her back to Bray Wyatt kind of thing, which they did tease tonight. Definitely. And yeah, since definitely. we're not going to talk about Raw this week and we're on the subject, I'll just mention what she did. <laughs> This week on Raw, uh, after her match, she put Bianca Belair in um, the sister Abigail. And there is a flash of the Bray Wyatt screen at the... Okay, I missed that part. So, there's there's been little teases, little seeds planted. Um, But that wrapped up Raw. Let's get into Dynamite, because the first main part of the show was great. So Dynamite, Dynamite opened up with the Dynamite uh, Diamond Battle Royal. I'll quickly list off the names of the people that were in it. It was uh, they, it was a Ricky Starks, Jungle Boy, The Butcher, The Blade, Dustin Rhodes, Orange Cassidy, Brian Cage, Lee Moriarty, Ethan Page, Kip Sabian, Matt Hardy, Captain Sean Dean, and Dalton Castle. Now, the winner was Ricky Starks, uh, who already had a number one contenders match. For MJF's AEW Championship, he now has the number one contenders match for the Dynamite Diamond Ring. Ricky Starks' music plays for a whole like five seconds before MJF's uh, music hits, and MJF comes out, and these two guys cut the best promo probably all year, best promo segment, I'd say. Yeah, it's, it was close. the best promo of Ricky Starks' life. Oh, definitely. I'll tell you that much. Um. Do we so, have yeah, confirmation? Interrupted. I'm sorry to interrupt. Speaking of that, but uh, do we have confirmation that Ricky Starks broke s- script or whatever, or is that what just? I hadn't read over? anything about that. Have you been reading that? I don't know. It, I, I, it was pro- it was probably in some passing some bullshit article. I didn't know if anything. I thought else they were friends. Up. I've seen them on like uh, podcasts together. No, and that's what I was thinking. I was like, I don't think so. And then the other thing is, this is what we've been waiting for. I'm waiting for these guys to like go hard on each other. So this is like... If you weren't a fan of Ricky Starks before, you should be now. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was one of the best promos, I'd say, all year long. Um, 
they took a bunch of personal shots at each other, as Tim was kind of saying. You know, maybe Ricky Starks went off script. Uh, and probably you know, unlikely. Don't be a mark. Yeah. Um, but after this <laughs> like, promo segment, like I'm me. bummed. I'm bummed they saved this match. Well, there's two things I'm bummed about. Bummed that they saved this match for winners coming and not like an actual pay-per-view. Um, and two, that instead of having two matches, and I've heard, or seen other, this isn't my idea, other people have talked about it too. Instead of having two matches, one for the Dynamite Diamond Ring and one for the championship, that it's a winner-take-all at winner's coming. What they should have done, Booker Andy, what he would have done, is <laughs> two separate matches, have Ricky, have Ricky win the Dynamite Diamond Ring, but then lose the championship match. Yeah. To MJF. That makes sense. I love the way that your brain works, Andy. It, it's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not just my idea. It's just an idea that I've seen online and I agree with. I, I was going to say, is it also because you're not up until 4 a.m. and then booking the show with certain illegal substances? <laughs> oh, you're talking about uh, Mr. Khan partying with his talent? Oh, I never said any <laughs> names. I never said any names. I said Mr. Khan. I didn't say which Khan. It could be no, Jolly yeah. St. Nick. <laughs> I'm just wondering, all right? Um, I'm just saying. So that's that's Andy. Andy's uh, he's a sober man, so his his brain works well. That's all I'm saying. I didn't say any names. <laughs> um, so I mean that that's what I would have liked to see because, as we know, it's been what MJF has held the ring for three years now. Yeah, three years now. Three years now. Ricky Starks is on fire. You know, you give him a little bit. Um show that MGF, you know, can be beat, and then he comes in, you know, with a fire lit under him, basically ready for this championship match, but then MGF wins, and then he only wins because of, say, like, he breaks out William Regal's brass knuckles or something. Right. Because he won't have the ring anymore from losing it to Ricky Starks. He can't use it. Yeah. Booker Andy, get your so, T-shirt now. If you guys don't get that T-shirt... <laughs> This T-shirt is badass. Let me tell I'm you. Gonna, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop booking stuff. I was gonna <laughs> add this. I forgot. I forgot to add this in the beginning with the merch. And since you already brought up the shirt again, I promise you this: we are not the biggest podcast in wrestling. Not even close. We are not even in the top fifty. But let me tell you this: we will have the coolest, most wearable merch and i still believe that right now we still do i go through all the pro wrestling t-store pages and i check out podcast merch and i love a lot of different podcasts we're gonna have the coolest shit on there as far as podcast goes you can believe me all right we struggle to be yeah uh no we're not striving to be we are okay we're gonna do that (laughs) we are already doing that we are go get that shirt new shirts look New shirt's my favorite, and I know it sounds biased, but it is my favorite that we've done so far. So. It's the coolest the, shirt. I think they've gotten better every time. Well, well the next shirt is going to be a uh, a Jeremy shirt, and I in in my head, I'm picturing some sort of play off of uh, the Jeremy's favorite soccer team's uniform. But we will uh, <laughs> we will see. I'll have Jeremy design it and then uh, collaborate with my artist, and we'll put it all together but that one's gonna be a cool one when we get that one next cool can't wait um so yeah we're still on this on this topic because it was it was a big part of the show and it was probably the best part of dynamite 
Um, but some yeah, of the I things. That, oh, I was just gonna say some of the things that they said. So, yeah. uh, MJF can quote him by saying, "You ain't nothing more than a dollar store, Dwayne." So you know what I'm gonna start calling you. I'm gonna start calling you the Pebble. And <laughs> that is not an original nickname. People have been making that joke about stuff with the Rock forever, as far as yeah. I know. Um, and then at one point, um, Starks comes back and. He's talking about how MJF, you know, doesn't show up to signings and and whatnot, and uh, he's talking about his responsibilities as the champion. And Stark says, "I'm going to take the responsibility off of your plate, little boy." Um, in the end, uh, MJF kicks uh, Starks in the nuts and goes to attack him, but Starks spears the shit out of him. Did and you see I'll- when he speared him? It's great. It looks great. I love it. His I love the way he spears. MJF did. Yeah, like he thought, fl- he fucked his feet so much that his shoes went off. Like when he speared him, I was like, that that's great. That's a nice well, like touch to it. Well, I thought you were gonna talk away about the way Stark spears. He like dives oh. down. Yeah, it is kind of like a dive almost. Yeah. Um, but I think I feel like last week I forgot to mention. During the last MJF segment with Regal, I think we forgot to mention that he changed the belt to a Burberry belt. But I think we mentioned it, but it was like it's like not that distinct though. It's very uh, like um, the light had to hit has to hit it right in order to like yeah. really see it. Yeah, yeah, but it should have been bolder. This promo was great. Uh, do you guys have any comments about it? This is I a feud they... I knew would be good. At yeah, I hope they point. keep Ricky Starks in the main event, or at least like in that level. Because after this, like if they he loses like next week, and then he goes back down, it's like for nothing really. But if they well, keep I, him I, up here, I wasn't sure where he was gonna go after the whole Hobbs feud. I was like, maybe Hobbs is yeah. gonna push, and he's not. But no, he's in the main um, event spot. I will. I I will say I really enjoyed it. I love the blurring of the lines. Um, and I mean, especially these two guys on the mic, you know that they're both going to kill it. Uh, they've obviously each on their own done awesome stuff. So now I'm excited that they're finally doing stuff together. Um, let me see. I just want to like touch on a couple other things about this. No, like what Jeremy was saying with, um, you know, we need, especially with everything that's happened in the last year. And I still don't have full confidence. I'm sorry. I, the management of AEW to me as a fan, like it just seems like I don't have confident confidence in the management, but I have confidence in the performers that are there. And I'm glad that we're getting another guy that's getting pushed to the main event because I think that's something that, you know, we have MJF and we have Moxley and we have Daniel Bryan and you know, or you know, Brian Danielson and you know, these guys, but we need more guys, you know, we need more storylines that, you know, at one point I remember them saying, Oh, we have 300 or whatever potential untapped storylines that we could do. And I don't know if they do anymore, to be honest with that roster, like what else are you going to do? So I'm glad that we're getting some new guys in the main event. And, uh, yeah, I'm of all people, cause we've talked about it on the show over the years now, that Ricky Starks is like it's his time, so I'm glad that he's gonna get a get that push, as they say. He's his push. Yeah, it's definitely overdue. Um, 
Well, speaking of all the stars that you're talking about on the show that AEW owns, I read I read that ROH Television, I read the ROH Television where they could be showing some of these guys that and girls that they don't show. The TV show is going to be available behind Honor Club paywall. Yep. I'm not paying for it. I'll tell you that much. I'm not. I'm not getting that. Shit. Well, you know. You know what I saw too is like they said how hard of a time they're finding for a Ring of Honor to get them a TV deal, which just shows how like important that AW and TBS and TNT deal was. Can you blame though? Can you can you blame them? Like, what do they have no. to show for it? Like, what are you showing them? Are you showing them something from ten years ago? I mean, you can't show them anything you've been doing recently because it really none of it really makes much fucking sense at all you're just throwing shit together to see if you know oh these are some dream matches i feel like sometimes like you know people joke about tony playing with action figures but it's like oh let me just put these guys in the match and these guys and then sweet all right this is the pay-per-view that's the ring of honor show they don't they don't have no leadership over there they need some he needs to put someone in charge over there that's really doing something with stories and booking and making it interesting because no TV network's going to want to put that on the air. There's nothing. What are you, what are you showing? So no, I agree. And I guess the honor club thing or whatever is the only thing that makes sense because if you do want to go back and watch old, I'm assuming you will be allowed to with all the back catalog of footage that you'll be allowed to watch old ring of honor stuff that I might be down to just you know depending on how much it i mean if you're asking 20 bucks a month like you can go fuck yourself but like if you're like if we're talking like 5.99 or whatever like i might be considering it 5.99 yeah 20 bucks a month for an hour of television a week Me- meanwhile <laughs> d- meanwhile disney plus is like 10 dollars. i'm like yeah no thanks i'm good I will go to re- watchwrestling.in. All right, that's where I'll stream it for free. Dude, sh- don't put that out on the masses, bro. You're going to get her shut down, bro. Come on. That's a secret. Uh-oh. Secret to the pod. <laughs> well, let's move well, forward. PW, uh, PW fans, keep that on the DL, all right? Just take that link and just... Shh. <laughs> uh-huh. So we also had Samojo versus Darby Allen for the TNT Championship. This match was just Samojo beating the shit out of Darby Allen. All right. I feel like Darby Allen just didn't want to do this. He's like, you can throw me wherever you want. Yeah, just, it was like, just Samojo beating the shit out of him and choking him out. <laughs> um, Joe basically is like, I'm coming for everyone now. Any or anyone that wants it can have it. Is this kind of his message? Joe's so. a great champion. Uh, yeah, I mean he's ruthless. That's for sure. Compared to Ward, I mean Wardlow was a babyface, so but that feud's not over. That feud's going to continue. Yeah, at least for the TNT TNT yeah. title. Um, our main event was the Acclaim versus FTR. Um, I thought this was going to end in like a kind of disqualification or yeah. something not clean, but it ended cleanly with the winners of the Acclaimed. Uh, afterwards, the Gun Club comes out, Ass Boys, and uh, they show video on the screen. Or, no, they they have a message from the Briscoe, yeah, from the Briscoe brothers, and they say uh, that the Briscoe brothers have challenged FTR to a double dog collar match at Final Battle. So is this which the we third will match talk of these two? 
Yeah, and so Third just real qu- real quickly, I'm an idiot, and uh, last week on the show, I should have done good housekeeping <laughs> at the beginning of the show, but I thought that the pay-per-view had happened that weekend already, and it was the, the following weekend. So I was asking you guys, like, is it worth buying? Is it worth buying? I thought it had already happened, which I was wrong about. And uh, I did get a chance to watch quite a bit of it. I did not order it, but... Andy made reference to a secret website about three minutes ago. That, <laughs> Just um, keep talking about it. Yeah, like I, I, I did, uh, I did watch a little bit on there. So, uh, yeah, it's the third one. And do you guys want to w- quickly just talk about the? I'm gonna go tr- over the results at the end. Okay, cool, sweet. Yeah. So carry yeah, on. Yeah, I'll go over the. Yeah. Uh, so that wrapped up the dynamite. Let's get into SmackDown. Uh, SmackDown opened up. Uh, with a match just starting right away. The Usos versus Sheamus and Butch for the Tag Team Championships. It was supposed to be Sheamus and Drew McIntyre, but Drew McIntyre is hurt, I believe. And, like, actually hurt. Yeah. Um, Not just written off TV. Uh, Winners were the Usos. LA Knight uh, ended up coming out at some point and calling out Bray Wyatt. And they show a bunch of the footage of LA Knight getting attacked and showing... You know, I, I like their the pay like the way they paid attention to details. They zoomed in on certain parts of him, you know, being cared for by doctors and stuff, and it shows like uh, Bray Wyatt in that mask in the background yeah. and like a dark closet and stuff. And that was pretty cool. Uh, he eventually starts looking for him backstage and ends up in a locker room. The locker room lights turned off, and uh, you see a masked Bray. And then that's the last you see. And Heidenreich so, appeared. It was a very Heiden, Heidenreich uh, kind of <laughs> thing, kind of segment. Um, it's an odd first feud for Bray, but I'm not mad about it, the way they've been booking it. Yeah. LA Knight I mean, is, te- technically, it's also a first feud for LA Knight on the main roster. Yes, first one-on-one feud, Uh because he was in the modeling stuff before, and now he's doing. I it. don't know. I don't but know that. They're they're complete opposite personalities. I like it. Hey, I'm a fan of. I don't know. Tim doesn't like LA Knight. I'm a fan of LA Knight. <laughs> Let I me talk to you. Yeah. I don't. I just right. don't know. If this is the one, boss. You know what I mean? Dude, he's great. He's great. He's a great talker. He, he's a solid in in ring talent. You see how you he gotta, does when he's entertaining. Yeah, super let's, entertaining. Let's see how he does when he gets strapped down and he's. You can stretch that a little bit. See how he's doing a submission <laughs> hold or two. Um, Thank you, there was Stu. a ricocheting. There was a ricocheting Gunther signing contract signing for their match. Uh, New Day was out there to make sure nothing happens, but as we know, contract signing something always happens. Um, and then they they were in Pittsburgh this week for SmackDown. There was a Kurt Angle birthday celebration. That Here birthday we celebration go, Steelers. Here we go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there was a birthday celebration in the back the whole time, and Alpha Academy wasn't allowed in. This part I thought was hilarious. Um, while they were in the back, it zooms in on Kurt, and he's holding like a cake or a card that says. Uh, I love you, Dad, and it pans away, and it's Jason Jordan. Yeah, they kept the story. <laughs> they kept the storyline going. I kind of love it. I kind of love hilarious. it. I mean, years later, it, now it's funny, but yeah, uh, 
Yeah, you know, if, if you didn't know, Jason Jordan got hurt a long time ago and has been a Back to Safe's producer uh, for years. I still remember when they did that storyline, and I was like, what is happening? It was happening? terrible, yeah, when Kurt first became GM. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, but afterwards, or at the end of the night, the main event was, uh, it wasn't a match. Uh, it was a Kurt Angle birthday celebration, and uh, Alpha Academy comes out, and they air their grievances that they weren't allowed into Kurt's uh, party celebration. And so Kurt comes out with Gable Steveson and um, ends up bringing out a milk truck and throwing milk at them and uses a milk hose and sprays his milk all over their faces. Sprays his white milk all over their faces. Uh, He was squirting their milk. Yeah, it was was squirt. Well, I didn't say squirt. You said squirt. (laughs) He was spraying it everywhere. Um, And that's how SmackDown went off the air. There was white milk everywhere. He needed a towel to clean that up. (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about Rampage. (laughs) Uh, We had John Moxley versus. you got it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I'm going to say Konsuke <laughs> Takeshka. Take shit on. Take a shit. <laughs> no. no. Konsuke takes big shits. Uh, t- Konsuke <laughs> Takeshka. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, when there was John Moxley, very good match. Afterwards, uh, very good match, just like any every other Takeshka match. Uh, <laughs> seems to be really good. Yeah, I mean, he's actually signed now, right? Because he's yeah, an American so. and all that, so I feel like Is he should it, start getting wins. Yeah. Is it good, though? Yeah, he's very good. He's really good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but afterwards, uh, Hangman and Moxley, you know, start brawling. Um, I hate pull-apart. I think I've said it before. I hate pull-apart brawls as just pull-apart they fight like back again. They get pulled apart. They fight again. Like, do yeah. one big brawl and pull them apart once and keep them separate. Um, w Morrissey, formerly known as Big Cass, has another name change, and I hate it. Big ass. His name is Bi- his name is Big Bill Morrissey, and they're just Whoa. calling him Big Bill. I don't. Like I don't that. like any of these names for him. Big yeah. Bill. He's going by Big Bill. Big Jim. <laughs> big, big Buffalo Bill. <laughs> My name's Tim. Why don't you come inside? <laughs> like, if, Whoa, anybody man, knows, nothing if, any, if anybody knows that reference, you're laughing right now. He's like, I heard. It's uh, like, no, man. <laughs> Look, it never happened. Okay. Look, no. <laughs> um, Hikaru Shida is now the number one contender for. I was about to say Tony Storm for Jamie Hayter's title. Hikaru Shida is also the women's champion of a promotion in Japan. I forget. Yeah, they it showed is. it though. They showed it. She came out with it. Um, and she's also the second AW women's champion ever. Right? Yeah. Or third? Who beat Ru- uh, third? Third. Third. Yeah, because like, it was. Rino, Nyla. Rino, Nyla, yeah. Hikaru Shida. Um,. And then we had Orange Cassidy versus Kip Saban's uh, hand-picked opponent. Didn't and, see this one. Come on. Nope. And but I'm a big fan of him. I've never missed an episode of NXT UK while it was on. Yeah. It was Trent Seven. Trent Seven used to be in a, on a team called Mustache Mountain with Tyler Bate. 
who's also a fantastic wrestler. Um, who have we have not seen since they unified the NXT UK title and NXT title. I wonder if he's just going to be part of NXT Europe and he, it was just a way for him to um, bring that title over. Yeah, I was going to ask if he's still signed or not. But. We haven't seen him and we haven't seen the former N- women's NXT UK champion or uh, yeah. Blair Davenport, who used to be known as uh, Bia Priestley um, on the indies. They all came over right. for those matches to combine the titles and haven't been seen since. So I'm wondering if they're all just waiting for NXT UK. But Trent Seven popped up. Uh, decent pop, I'd say. You know, you kind of... Yeah. It, I think it was tough because it was last match. Like, imagine if we stayed for the last, mass, ma- last match at Rampage. Oh, yeah. For taping. Yeah. Like, it's like midnight by that time. Well, I thought it was cool that Kip Saban, you know, he's from UK and he brings another UK guy uh in the fight yeah that made sense just to make reference uh, but trent seven's jeremy, really good no i just wanted to say just to make reference of what jeremy's talking about like if anybody's been to a live aew dynamite holy shit <laughs> it's a long shit. there's a reason why <laughs> the people on rampage have no energy left because when you're that's getting recorded it's literally like 11 o'clock at night you got nothing left yeah, you do dark starts. you do dark you do dynamite and then you do Rampage. But there's well, time. But they don't start right away. You got to change all the set. It's a long show. Yeah, and if you go yeah. to a show in Baltimore. Four hours easily. Yeah, it's going to be four hours of terrible. So, like, you know, they just love giving Baltimore <laughs> just awful, awful dynamite. So you're going to sit through, like, all that. I'm saying to you right yeah. now, TK, that's fucked up, bro. The Great American know, he Bash. He told us it was a great, great show. The Great American Bash and WCW used to have amazing shows in Baltimore. This is some disrespect that you're, that you're. I'm, I'm speaking <laughs> for all the Maryland people. This is messed up. <laughs> we used to have Starcade up in this bitch. No, we had no punk, no FTR when we went. And then the next one that we didn't go to was even worse. Yeah, what they they decided yeah. the recent one had S- some people national scissoring day. S- some clean. people, Brian last <laughs> said it was the r- worst dynamite of the entire year. Both of actually both of ours. <laughs> both of the Baltimore's. <laughs> both of the Baltimore shows. Well, the raw that we talked about took place in DC because the Baltimore Arena is being worked on right now. So they were, uh, that's right. Yeah, they were here too. I yeah, uh, and I Tony Khan. Tony Khan sends AEW to, like, a very nice arena at, like, a, uh, what is it, like, a college or a hospital? I don't know what it is. Well, in where Baltimore? we went, where we go in Baltimore, yeah. it's yeah. UMBC. Yeah, UMBC. Um, um, yeah, it's, it's a nice arena, but God, dude, give us some better content. Come on, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's booking these events while he's out at 4 a.m. Um... <laughs> With so Trent Seven Blade. had a really good match, or Trent Seven had a good match against Orange Cassidy. Uh, Trent Seven, again, great, uh, great wrestler from the UK. Uh, the match was for the All Atlantic Championship, and Orange Cassidy ended up winning. Now that wraps up all the shows. I wanted to talk about NXT Deadline pay per view that happened Saturday, um, as well as uh, the ROH Final Battle. Just run through the results. 
Uh, NXT had two what they called Iron Survivor Challenges. Now, let me try to explain this as best I can. Was this the Shawn Michaels where he was explaining what's happening yes. and it made barely any sense? Well, I'll try to explain it and have it make sense, all right? But <laughs> what, I, what I saw. Rob, you were There's funny five and charming <laughs> and witty. Oh, I, yeah, right, I know listen. you think I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could say what he really said, but... <laughs> Jeremy, if you've right, never seen so, that shoot, if you've never seen that shoot interview of Rob Van Dam talking about the time oh where Shawn Michaels came up to him and he was like, "Rob, good to see you." You know, it's not every day we get you know people that aren't this is why part I like of the, the family. Rumble. This is why I like the Rumble because this we get to see people that like you that aren't part of the family, and you were funny <laughs> and you were witty and charming. And he's like, "All right, dude, look, I know you think I'm an idiot, except he didn't say." Idiot. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I know you think I'm like. I know you I know think, you think I'm, I'm R-worded. He said the R-word. <laughs> um, okay, so yes, this is the match that Shawn Michaels tried to explain. So I'll, tr- I'll do my best from what I watched it. Um, so there was a men's and women's. There's five opponents in the match. Uh, every five minutes, it starts with two people, and every five minutes, someone else comes in. You try to get as many pinfalls as you can within the 25 minutes. Everyone, it's five people in the match total, and every five minutes. So whoever comes in at minute 20 has, you know, the worst chances to get the most pinfalls. Right. right? So it starts with two every five minutes someone comes in. If you get pinned, you go into a penalty box for a couple minutes, and then you can come back out. All right? I'm with you. <laughs> That's basically it. Bye. Why? If you get pinned, you go into a penalty box, and while the other four people, or however many people are still in the match, are are in, and it's whoever gets the so most falls within. What, what if minutes. you get pinned at like minute like twenty four? You're not in the end of the match. <laughs> I kind of don't. I kind of don't get it. All right. Well, Roxanne Perez <laughs> won the women's is, Iron is, Survivor Challenge. It's like very WCW Battle Bowl to me, where you're like, you're like, I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's like part hockey, part wrestling. Well, the winners of these matches would get a shot at the men's and women's title. So, Roxanne Perez won the women's Iron Survivor Challenge. Booker T actually started tearing up because he had trained her. Oh, and, that's right. Yeah, he was uh, like, "Shooky, so, ducky, quack, quack, man." I'm so happy that she was able to get <laughs> this man. Uh, Isla Dawn defeated Alba Fire in some weird way. The ref. Isla Dawn put a spell on the ref, and the ref had black stuff coming out of his mouth. I'm sorry, what? Excuse me? She she put a spell. She's a witch. She put a spell? She has fangs in her mouth. I know this is wrestling. She put a curse or something on the ref, and the ref started black <laughs> come out of his mouth. Um, yeah. uh, any, old, any, old he- any old heads listening right now... Immediately are thinking of Papa Shango putting a curse on the Ultimate Warrior, and black goo started dripping down from his <laughs> face. <laughs> the New Day uh, had returned to NXT the week before, and uh, challenged pretty deadly to a match for the NXT uh, Tag Team Championships, and they won. New Day is the new NXT. Tag I did not team see that coming at all. I think it's a good move. Um, 
I yeah, they don't, the they don't have anything on SmackDown. I'm not a I've comedy. I've read Shawn Michaels really. Uh, sorry, I've read Shawn Michaels really has not said no to superstars coming down from the main roster to work at NXT, which is cool. I think it's a nice mashup. What were you gonna say, Tim? No, I was just gonna say that I love. I'm not a big comedy wrestling guy, but I love the spot of them all doing the Eddie Guerrero. Light cheat steel. Light cheat steel with the belt. Yeah. And they all laid down. Like that part was good. Mm-hmm. That was that was good. I mean, some people hate Pretty Deadly, so... Well, I mean, they're you, terrible. You see how they are. They're fucking... <laughs> <laughs> well, they're they came terrible. from NXT UK. They were NXT UK champions, tag team champions for a while. Um, yes, boys. That's what they say. Um, all the time. Sean, I love you, bro. But what What are these gimmicks? He He's taken way well, more after... He's taken more after Vince than Trips did, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yes. The next Iron Survivor challenge, we had the men's. It was Grayson Waller, uh, JD McDonough, formerly known as Jordan Devlin, um, Axiom. Uh, Tim's like, I don't know who these people are. Uh, Joe Gacy. Who was Axiom? I kind of wanted him to win. Axiom. He used, he used to be known as A Kid. And Vince, before Triple H took back over, changed him to this masked wrestler that his <laughs> nope. he's, he's a genius, and he's really good at math. It's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say this. Never heard of her. These gimmicks. And then Carmella Hayes was the last person. Yeah, never um, heard of her. Never heard of her. Grayson Waller was the winner, which I did not see coming. Also didn't see coming that JD McDonough didn't get a single pinfall while everyone else got two. Um... Except for Grayson Waller, he got three, I believe. Uh, and then br- the main event was Braun Breaker versus Apollo Crews. Braun Breaker ended up winning, beating Apollo Crews. And afterwards, Grayson Waller came out and attacked Braun Breaker. Um, like I, I totally said, forgot about Apollo Crews. Yeah. Well, he's not going back up to the main roster. He's there to stay for a while. So. Yeah. Um, while we're on NXT and stuff, so it's based, I think we can say it. Uh, with confirmation, William Regal is going back to WWE. He's not allowed to be on screen, as far as I read, per for TennyCon for a year. There's time. Yeah, for it. a year. Yeah. He his reason for going back. He told Tony Tony Khan was because he wanted to train his son. Um, and his son's on screen persona's name is uh, God. I want to say Brian Dempsey, but I don't know if I'm getting the first name right. I think it's. Whatever. It's something Dempsey. I think it's Brian Dempsey. That's not his son's real name, obviously. But looks just like him. Good wrestler. Uh, wrestles like Regal. Pure, you know, lots of holds and things. Um, But also, we read today about him being the vice president. Of... He said it. They said it in a vice president role. So I don't know if that means like in like a. Vice President role of Sorry. NXT or Vice President role of... They didn't say what it was, like, yeah. Sean's like the president, right, of NXT right now. He's basically running it on his own. Like, I think Triple H has kind of let him do his own thing. I don't know. I guess we'll see. But we read yeah. something like that today. Uh, that's the NXT deadline results. Let's get into RH Final Battle. I did not watch it. Tim, did you watch it? Did anyone watch uh, anything I, from I, it? I, watched, I, just the highlight- to the I watched the highlights. I never saw the pay-per-view. Well, there was a lot of title changes, let's say that. I think uh, every title, right? Except for one. Except for Samoa one. Joe. 
some emojis. That's right. Uh, we have Blake Christian versus A.R. Fox defeated La Faction in Ingrenoble. Uh, Athena, who's been beating the shit out of people lately, defeated Mercedes Martinez for the ROH Women's Championship. She says she doesn't regret how she's acting right now. I know. It's got to be a character fit. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I think I think she complained. She was like, when guys are stiff, you guys don't say shit. But like, what a yeah. woman is like, you know, yeah. you guys are like, what's wrong with her? Uh, Swerve in Our Glory defeated Shane Taylor Promotions. I don't even know they were still. I don't even team. know who that is. All right. No, I mean Swerve in Our Glory, man. Oh yeah, I thought I figured they'd be done. So they. Yeah. So yeah, Athena, you know, beats the shit out of people, wins the RH Women's Championship. Uh, Swerve in Our Glory defeated Shane Taylor Promotions. Wheeler Yuta won back the Pure Championship from Daniel Garcia. Yeah. Didn't see this coming. Um, yeah. The Briscoes beat FTR in a double doll collar match for the ROH Tag Team Championship. That was an insane match. So now FTR has the AAA and IWGP? Yeah. Right? Okay. And they yeah. just tried to go for the AW. AW. They lost. Um, so, do anyone want to talk about the FTR Clips match? I didn't see any. Was I thought it was kind of cool. Like, I know we talked about dog collar matches and not liking them as much, but it just seemed... Like, I, I think it was... I like CM Punk's and MJF's. I don't like yeah. strap matches. That's what it was, strap matches. Strap yeah. matches. Dog collar matches are, are fine. Yeah, I just feel like, because it was a tag team, it felt like a more fast-paced dog collar match than singles, which is kind of nice. I might have to go back and watch it. Some just that yeah. match on the paper. Just yeah. every on single one of them I mentioned earlier <laughs> that we're not going to say. That we're not going to mention. Um, the Briscoes and FCR. I think every single one of their matches out of the three, like easily, could be in the top five this year. Mm-hmm. Tim, do you have anything to say about? Did you see any clips? I really didn't see anything, so I, I don't much that. The main thing I saw was Jericho t- tapping to the swing. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, we haven't gotten to that yet. Um. <laughs> So let's t- let's well, <laughs> it's fine. We're talking about I apologize. <laughs> We're talking about two seconds. Um, so after the Briscoes match, we had Samoa Joe beating Juice Robinson for the ROH Television Championship, and like Tim said, Chris Jericho tapped out to Claudio. He tapped out to the swing. Yeah, it was the was it the twentieth swing? Like he was going for a while. Hmm. That's such a stupid move to make, in my opinion. Do you think it's stupid, or I like I kind of like it? I think it's a dumb move. It shouldn't be a finisher. Let's just say that. Yeah. Like, that's why I was his, his move where he grabs the guy and. Yeah, he does the whatever it is, whatever it's called, the Jason Statham, whatever it is. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, Claudio Castagnoli beat Chris Jericho for the ROH World Championship. I did not see this coming. Yeah, I I definitely thought Jericho was going to go on like another month or two run. Yeah, it's like they did this just to continue the feud, which I hope was gone or done. Well, it sounded like when they did the promo, was it Claudio and like or uh, John Moxley? They did the promo on Wednesday or Friday, and they said there's going to be the finish of Jericho Appreciation Society versus the Blackpool Combat Club. Jericho's going to be like, "I'm coming for that belt. You can call me the <laughs> Wave." <way>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no way, way. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that's good 
Uh, that's that wrapped, not bad. That wrapped up final battle. Uh, so, Tim, take us out with a classic show of the week. No, my classic show of the week is SummerSlam 2005. And uh, if you've never seen it, I'm specifically saying this one for Shawn Michaels versus Hulk Hogan. Some of the promos leading up to this match are some of the funniest ever. It's in D.C., I um, Yeah, it, it actually was in D.C. We had friends that were there. Uh, I remember we tried to get tickets. It was already sold out. Um, John and Justin went. Uh, and... Uh, but no, it's a it's a great match. My, Shawn Michaels oversells the whole thing almost to the point where it's silly, but it's really fun. And uh, I, I don't know, King I recommend stuff. watching the yeah the Larry like, King segment leading up to his. What hilarious. was the main event? Do you remember? Uh, what was it? Who was the champions at the time? Um, I actually have it pulled up here. Let me see. This it wasn't was... Benoit and Orton, was it? No, so. Um, that was the main event. Uh, Hogan and uh, Michaels was the Michaels main was, event. Oh, really? The okay. uh, yeah, uh, John Cena versus Chris Jericho for the WWE Championship, and Randy Orton versus The Undertaker for a singles match. Rey Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero in the custody ladder match for Dominique. Okay, so if you've been watching, that's a fun story. Yeah, so I'm your poppy. All those I'm your poppy shirts originated with this storyline. Yeah, and Batista uh, versus Bradshaw, uh, JBL, no holds bar. This is this is also the SummerSlam. This is actually stacked. This is also the SummerSlam where Matt Hardy came back. Where in real life, Edge and Lita had gotten together, and Matt Hardy left match. the company, and then he came back, and him and Edge basically brawl, and Edge beats the hell out of Matt Hardy till Matt Hardy bleeds. Like, so it's a he taps out. He bleeds on the turnbuckle. Yeah, and then we have Kurt Angle versus so, Eugene. I'm not even going to talk about the Eugene character. You guys can find which, figure it out. For oh yourself. boy, that one. Looking back on that now. Can't do the Eugene character. Triple H. No. Nah, not the right move. <laughs> he had to handle it. He's like, and the Rock. I remember the Rock was like, and Eugene. The Rock wants to know who is your favorite wrestler. <laughs> and then Eugene goes, Triple H. <laughs> Spits the Wasn't he Eric Bischoff's nephew? Yeah. Yeah, it was his nephew. And William Regal was like Eric Bischoff's right. sidekick at the time, so he had to like deal with Eugene <laughs> oh, no. all the time. Yeah. Oh, God. If you want to know more about Eugene, I'll let you guys uh, you can look go it up yourself. You can up. figure it out. I... Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, if that wraps it up, as always, I'll close us out. Thank you so much for joining us. This was episode 64. Thank you all so much for listening. We had a great time. Don't forget, we will be off next week. And we got the new Booker Andy shirt on ProWrestlingTees.com and a new white one coming this week. And uh, I think that covers it, guys. Well, I love you both very much, and I'll see you both in two weeks. Have fun, everybody, and have a good week. Peace.